I honestly hesitated to record this podcast because the transition from four naps to three isn't super straightforward. It's a lot more fluid than other nap transitions, and it often just kind of happens. But it's a nap transition I get asked about often, which means you want to know. So in this episode, I'll be breaking it all down. Hey there, I'm Lauren Engler, your fellow mom friend and pediatric sleep consultant of Via Graces. This is a place where you'll learn all the sleep tips and tricks so you feel equipped to navigate the ups and downs of your little one's sleep. You'll also get an inside look at our family's life as I share the real joys and tougher moments of parenting. So whether you're nap trapped, driving to daycare pickup, or you're enjoying a solo evening walk, my goal is for this podcast to be another reminder that when it comes to most things in parenting, All it takes is a plan and a whole lot of grace. I'm so glad you're here. Alrighty, we are going to jump right in here with the first question. What age are babies usually ready to transition to three naps? I have found that most babies are ready to transition to three naps somewhere between four and five months old. When I work with newly turned four-month-olds, I tell the parents they will likely transition to three naps soon, either while we're working together or shortly after. Similarly, when I work with newly turned five-month-olds, I tell the parents that while their baby may still be taking four naps now, my goal is that they would transition to a three-nap schedule during our time together. And in a similar vein, when I work with babies who are still three months old, if they are somehow already on a three-nap schedule, we've almost always scaled back to a four-nap schedule as overtiredness so quickly creeps in and wreaks havoc on sleep. Now let's talk about the signs babies show when they are ready to transition to three naps. The transition from four naps to three is usually more fluid than other nap transitions. It's probably not going to happen overnight, and it might not be super obvious that it's happening. Your baby might even go back and forth between four naps and three for a couple of weeks before really settling into a three-nap schedule. Because this is a more fluid transition, the signs it's time to transition aren't always straightforward. But three signs that come to mind include, one, if your baby is between four and five months old and their first two naps of the day are both over an hour long, there's a chance they are either ready to transition or close to transitioning. Two, if your baby is still on a four-nap schedule but bedtime doesn't fall until after 8 p.m. because you have to squeeze in four naps, it's time to transition. And P.S., this is for people aiming for a seven-to-seven schedule. Aiming for a seven to seven schedule doesn't mean baby always wakes at seven and goes to bed at seven. There's certainly going to be some variation, but we need some sort of norm to work around. And this is when we don't want bedtime going past 8 p.m. I'll break down schedules a bit more soon. And finally, the third sign your baby is ready to transition. No matter what you do, your baby just won't fall asleep for that fourth and final nap of the day. Crib naps aren't happening, car naps, carrier naps, stroller naps, you name it. They just won't take that fourth nap. Then it's likely time to transition. So how exactly do you go about transitioning from four naps to three? I've already mentioned this nap transition isn't as clear or straightforward as others. So there's honestly not an explicit how to transition here. Your baby may go back and forth between four naps and three naps for a bit. And that's normal. As long as it's working for them, it's great. But here are three hows for you. You might have to do just one of them or two or maybe even all three. It really just depends on your babe. Number one, extend awake windows by about 15-ish minutes each so there's no longer time for a fourth nap. Number two, skip that fourth nap and bring bedtime earlier. 
In any nap transition, an early bedtime is very likely in store, and I'm talking 6.30ish early. I've even put babies to bed as early as 6, 6.15 if necessary, but we try to stretch to 6.30 when possible. Even stretching to 6.30 might be pushing their awake window 30 to 45 minutes longer than usual, which, yes, means overtiredness might come into play, but when we're going through a nap transition, sometimes it's just necessary and worth the push. That early bedtime won't last forever. And finally, three, work on lengthening their naps. If your baby is a chronic 20 to 40 minute napper, they're probably going to hang on to those four naps for a while because they just can't make it to bedtime on three naps. And if your baby is a short napper, you're probably wondering on how to work on lengthening their naps. I'll include a blog post in the show notes with tips to extend short naps, but I will say that sleep training is a big one here. If your baby doesn't know how to naturally connect their sleep cycles yet, if they rock to sleep, feed to sleep, rely on a pacifier, there's a good chance they'll struggle with short naps until they learn to fall asleep independently, which will then transfer right into connecting nap cycles. Now a little story time about this four to three nap transition. I worked with a family a few months ago and their son had just turned four months old when we started. He became an independent sleeper so quickly and was rocking his naps. It was beautiful. So beautiful, in fact, that it left us in a tricky spot. In order to keep a fourth nap in a decent bedtime, his parents had to wake him from at least two naps a day, sometimes all of them. And it's always a bummer to have to wake a sleeping baby, even though necessary. But like I said, he had just turned four months old, which is on the young end of a three-nap schedule. But mom and dad were hoping a three-nap schedule would work, as was I, so we decided to see how their son would do on a three-nap day. Per usual, he took amazing naps, and mom and dad were so thankful to not have to wake him. Rather than his usual 7.45 or 8 p.m. bedtime, bedtime fell right around 6.45 or 7 that night, which they were also excited about. Sweet boy fell asleep just fine, but the first few hours of his night were just off. He stirred more than usual and had an extra night waking or two, and his little body clock clearly just wasn't ready for three naps yet. We tried extending his awake windows to help, but he was really sensitive to overtiredness and would then have false starts. So we went back to his four-nap schedule, parents had to wake him from most naps, and his nights went back to normal. We wrapped up together when he was still on four naps, and I told them once he was ready to make that next awake window jump, he should be right there, and they were probably just a week or two away from transitioning to three naps officially. I have one more story for you. Very similar case, but different. Again, I recently finished working with a family of a 16-week-old, not even exactly four months old yet. Within a few days, this little guy was also rocking his naps, and he naturally did better with slightly longer awake windows. So within just a few days, he was on a three-nap schedule and did great with it. And on the off days when his naps were shorter, he took a fourth cat nap, and he still slept just as well overnight. Both babies in these examples were about the same age. Both figured sleep out pretty quickly, but one needed to stick with shorter awake windows and a four-nap schedule a bit longer, and the other was ready to extend his awake windows a bit and settled into a three-nap schedule. So when it comes to sleep, it's so important to remember that there are norms and maybe rules, but every kiddo is truly different, and we need to lean into their needs and their norms and go from there. Now let's talk schedules. What's the best three-nap schedule for babies? First, note that when a baby transitions from four naps to three, we are still very much following awake windows. 
We are not yet on a clock-based schedule. That's not until two naps. Some babies, however, do seem to fall into a more predictable day-to-day nap schedule, and that's great. I just don't expect it. The three-nap schedule we aim for is something like this. Between 6 and 7.30 a.m., wake up. About an hour and a half to an hour and 45 minutes awake later, nap one. Then a wake window stretch to about an hour and 45 minutes, maybe up to two hours and 15 minutes, then nap two. Then again, an hour and 45 minutes to two hours and 15 minutes awake, nap three. And then somewhere between two hours and two hours and 45 minutes awake before bedtime. And ideally, bedtime would fall somewhere between 6.30 and 8 p.m. If a baby is closer to four months old, they will be on the lower end of these awake windows, but taking at least two solid naps a day, each over an hour long with a third cat nap. And bedtime will likely be closer to 6.45 or 7. If a baby is around five months old, they will be on the longer end of those awake windows and the length of their naps will determine their bedtime. For babies still working on extending their naps, they'll have an earlier bedtime, probably around 6.30 or 6.45. But for babies who regularly connect their sleep cycles at nap time, their bedtime will be closer to 7, maybe 7.30. Side note here, if all of this talk about schedules is a little overwhelming, I've got you. We have a free baby schedule guide that has the schedules I just spouted off, as well as the other schedules your baby will need in the coming months. You can snag that at viagraces.com slash schedules or head to the show notes below. To wrap this up, Nap transitions can be overwhelming. They can be scary, and it's easy to question yourself or feel unsure about what to do next. And this four to three nap transition generally happens around the same time as the four month regression. So you might be extra tired or extra frustrated with sleep or feeling extra discouraged. I get it. I have been there. And that's why I'm here recording this podcast, giving you a plan. And it's why I'll be walking through the other nap transitions in the next few episodes. And that's why we're here as sleep consultants. At Via Graces, we want to help take the hard and overwhelming and guesswork out of your baby's sleep for you. That doesn't mean it'll be easy, which is why extra grace is always key. But we will help you navigate your baby's sleep with a plan and with confidence. If you'd like to learn more, head to viagraces.com to see how we can help. Thank you so much for listening. If you have found this podcast to be helpful, I would so appreciate it if you would rate and review it. All of those positive reviews help me continue publishing episodes, which helps as many families as possible get the sleep they need.